All right, chances are if you're watching this, you're debating on going and seeing Thor Love and Thunder, or you're just a huge movie fan like myself. As someone who just watched it yesterday, I want to review it for you so you can make the sound decision to spend your hard-earned time and money on a worthy cause, which is darn good entertainment. So I'll tell you right away, I highly recommend Thor Love and Thunder, and I thought it was a great watch. Now, if that's all you needed, go have a great time at the theater. Let me know when you get back and how it was. But before you go, I'd be honored if you consider clicking the like button so people just like you're able to find this video. However, if you want my full thoughts on the movie, stick around to the very end. I think there will be some stuff that you'll want to hear. I'm going to give you what the movie's about, what I really enjoyed about it, what I didn't like so much about it, and then in the end, I'll give you an overall score. Thor Love and Thunder is the story of the God of Thunder, which is Thor. When a new threat emerges that is bent on killing all of the gods in the universe, which is Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale, Thor is reunited with his ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, friend Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson, and Korg, voiced by Taika Waititi. Together, they've got to team up, stop Gore the God Butcher from slaying all the gods in the universe, otherwise the universe is doomed. That's about it in a nutshell. So what did I really enjoy about Thor Love and Thunder? It is extremely well-rounded and has wide appeal. There's something for everyone to love in this movie. If you're looking for an action film, this film's got it. If you're looking for romance, this movie's got it. If you're looking for comedy, this movie's got it. If you're looking for lightheartedness, the movie's got it. And if you're looking for more serious subjects to tackle, this movie also has that. There's just something for everyone to love, young, old, and otherwise in this movie. And the best part is the movie does all of these things extremely well. It's very rare for a movie to be a jack-of-all-trades, but Thor Love and Thunder manages to pull that off. It doesn't half-bake any of the elements that it goes for, and it really makes for a phenomenal experience. Taika Waititi should be very proud of the work he's done here because this movie just pulls off so many great feats. And additionally, despite this movie having more light-hearted tones, it was not afraid to tackle more serious subjects head-on. I mean, these subjects get so dark at points that I actually felt myself kind of tearing up a little bit as the movie went on, because some of the stuff really hits heavy and it just hits you hard. It poses questions about the afterlife, deities, gods, the belief in a higher power, life and death, how you live your life, the importance of family, all these different subjects at some point get tackled and the movie does an excellent and sufficient job at exploring all of them meaningfully and all without being boring or oversaturated. They perfectly fit well into the movie and don't feel like a distraction and keep you having a really fun time. And also the acting performances were superb in Thor Love and Thunder. The standout for me was Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. I thought he really brought it throughout the entirety of the movie. In fact, he plays his part so well that he actually serves as the horror element in this film. This kind of plays into the well-roundedness of the film, but with Christian Bale's character as Gore the God Butcher, you really actually feel kind of scared of him at some times, because he's a little frightening and a little crazy. But the best part is the movie gets you to empathize with him because he's crazy for pretty valid reasons. I always say the great sign of a villain is one that you can empathize and understand with. Thor Love and Thunder pulls that off with Gore the God Butcher, and it really enhances the experience. And additionally, I thought the dynamic between Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman as love interest in this movie worked really well. In fact, it does a great job of playing into some of the major themes of the film, relays some of the greatest messages of all, and really gets you invested and interested. You really buy into it, really easy to enjoy. Also, I thought the pacing of the movie was excellent. The movie clocks in at 1 hour 56 minutes, and it honestly felt like an hour and 30 minutes. They really keep you going on all cylinders at all times, and it makes for a really fun ride, which I absolutely love it when a movie just steps on the gas right away and never stops. It's the beauty of entertainment. And finally, I really enjoyed the comedy that was present in Thor Love and Thunder. I think this is a balance that director Taika Waititi strikes very well where he's got just enough comedy with enough serious subject matter to make it interesting. He doesn't overcook it one way or the other, and I thought the addition of his voice as Korg as comedic relief was just spicy, it was superb, and it provided all these great comedic moments at the right time. It's a very hard skill to master, but he pulls it off to perfection. And I think it's a testament to the comedy 
in this movie in general. It attempts some jokes and tries to keep them up all movie long, and the best part is none of them get old or overstay their welcome, which is another almost impossible feat for movies to pull off, and if they get that wrong, it can come across as annoying, but I didn't feel that way at all. In fact, I thought they landed well consistently. Now, what did I not like so much about Thor Love and Thunder? I thought the script was a little choppy at some parts. There were a few scenes where I thought the dialogue was a little clunky. It told us things rather than showed us, which felt like it just wasted a couple of minutes with just that added little bit of awkwardness, but it wasn't a huge deal. It's one of those things where you can see the scene playing out and then the dialogue feels the need to explain it, even though it wasn't quite needed or warranted. And additionally, I thought the movie actually got off to a rocky start. The first third, I just wasn't quite buying into what the movie was selling. I was really worried that the jokes weren't going to land very well. I was worried that some of it was going to be overstated. But after that first third, the movie really picks up and really gets going. Other than that, there's not a lot to hate about this movie. It's done very, very well. In fact, it's done so well, I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. It's a must-see, and I think it's going to be one of the year's best movies. Do yourself a favor, go see it. It's a very well-rounded experience. There's something for everyone to love, and I think you'll enjoy it. Friends, thank you so much for watching another Bankrupt Hippo movie review. If this was helpful or valuable, I'd be honored if you consider clicking the like button so people just like you were able to find it. Or if you like videos just like these and you want to see more, click these end cards above or the links down in the description below for your viewing pleasure. Once again, this has been the Bankrupt Hippo YouTube channel. I've been Bryson. Until next time, have a great day.